0: Okay, so this is talk and catch fire, and we yes we d- didn't actually come through on our maybe thing that we were talking about last week on doing some sort of special episode. But we're back now we had a we had a break, and hopefully because you know absence makes the heart distance makes the heart grow fonder and all that, you're happy <laughs> to see us return. That's a joke. yes. Um, <laughs> 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 so. This week, we're talking about the fourth episode of season four, which is titled Tonya and Nancy, which is something that's particularly pertinent, which we'll come back to later. So, um, as we always start off, I guess, oh, and this week we do, it's just myself and Camille, by the way. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I guess we'll just start off as we always do, which is, what did you think of the episode?
1: Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm starting to worry about the plot and where we're going to go and how Me far too. we're going to go, or how not far we're going to
0: go, but because I enjoyed it. It it feels slow. It does. Like, we've got our conflict and everything. And it's interesting, but it doesn't feel... It does have purpose, but it just doesn't feel like we're getting as many big developments.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of like um, psychological exploration of the characters and all that, but we're not actually
0: getting a lot done. If well, like we potentially got a big reveal at the end of the episode, which I think is something mm-hmm. that a lot of people haven't gotten—like what actually happened. Yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about it. All right, so, um, so we're we're gonna we're gonna explore yes. this episode from from backwards. All right, <laughs> we're gonna okay, start at so the end. end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so the, I mean, I guess and, first
1: we can say what happened, and then talk about yeah. how
0: we interpret that. Okay. Well, do you want to say so you want to say what happened in the episode in general,
1: uh, or I, I mean, just like the the, the final oh, review? Okay. Well,
0: I was gonna say it was that that Rover was missing like a some, you know a pivotal bit of code in mm-hmm. order for it to be smart enough to predict, like, not just show, to be smart in its results and think how a human works instead of thinking about, you know, as a machine. And it was the one thing, you know, setting Rover and Comet apart. And then they got that piece of code courtesy of Cameron. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And then the last bit is Gordon, Gordon, and Joe freaking freaking out that now like Rover has this very advanced, advanced thing.
1: They lost their um their own
0: advance. Yeah. Cameron's just and Cameron's just sitting there, very <laughs> quiet as everything everything is going to shit.
1: <laughs> well, I feel like that's something that Cameron does a lot. Just uh, yeah. Well, it's interesting
0: because. Just it's. Does that mean her and Donna are gonna talk now? And like, well, it looks like Do- uh, like Donna's got it figured out. Yeah, but like she's given some. She's given something to Donna's company that has given it like a substantial edge now. Yeah, mm. well, they're they're gonna have to talk because Donna. Is-
1: I'm not sure how she's gonna take it. I'm yeah. not sure if she's gonna be. I mean, she, I, mean I mean, she's not gonna be happy, but yeah. I'm not sure if she's gonna be grateful or not.
0: Well, I was going to say, undoubtedly, Donna knows already, but she doesn't, based off that ending being like so. Who gave it to you? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, she
1: she has this doubt that it's not coming from inside. You know,
0: it's like he's yeah. too dumb. He spent he spent ages <laughs> like missing this. Head. Well, how how is he doing this now?
1: Yeah. How did he get this epiphany all, all of a sudden? Um uh, yeah uh, there's something at the beginning of the episode so we're really going back and forth but okay. um at the beginning of the episode it's it's like at the very top um in my notes there's um Cameron looking at Rover mm. and which is you know Donna's company and yeah. uh, she, and then Gordon and Jo are giving it this great I think they give it a
0: C or something mm they were giving it a, massive a b. failing grade and she's like no it's a solid b for concepts exactly exactly yeah. so like right
1: from the start you know she she recognizes that it's you know it's it's not that bad and well, yeah. she possibly knows how to make it better
0: well that's the thing donna rover's moving a lot faster and in a way that we'll see it succeed than Comet, because the problem with Comet is that curation, quick and we're already seeing the limitations of it here, became pretty cumbersome and yes. not useful. Like, you have these copious lists of websites, but what happens when there's too many to do that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like it's not maybe... only are there more and more, but the growth is exponential, as they, as they say. So there's just... Yeah not enough manpower. Well, to...
0: Yeah, Cameron's right. She's like, yeah, you can do it now, but what happens when you have five million?
1: Uh-huh. And we're not but... talking, you know, 10 years from now. It's at, at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like I wrote down that Joe and Gordon are about to get decimated. <laughs> 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 yet, yet, because, you know, they're men. They're very, they're very sure of themselves right now. hmm Well, Donna's, Donna's right, but she has to, like, work out the kinks, of course.
1: Yeah. And but it's I like... funny that you mentioned sorry. It's okay. Uh okay. it's funny that you mentioned like men are very sure of what they're doing because that's mm. something that we see with Boz too, this episode. Yeah. He he thinks he knows what he's doing, but it turns out, you know, everybody's kind of playing in his back.
0: Well it's like when he sold the boat, like he knew what he was doing, but No. Nah. <laughs> it's, it's all drawn no, he doesn't. It's all drawn yeah, to ship. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, you were going to talk. Oh, well, I was going to say, it's interesting to look at the contrast between Rover and Comet's approaches. Because Mm -hmm. Comet's very people-oriented. Like, I found it interesting, the experts thing, that they hired all these people that are experts in certain areas Mm -hmm. to really give that, like, thorough, really, like, really time-consuming touch to something that's gonna like become obsolete pretty quickly but they don't know it's gonna be obsolete currently but it's something that's very time-consuming but it's a very personalized touch and it's i've got it here like as someone said people want the best which is of course false as we find out people don't (laughs) want the best they want something that's they don't want something that's necessarily the best or most personal on the internet they want something that's fast
1: and yeah, up to the yeah. Minute, which is Convenient.
0: what, yeah. which is I don't know if Donna's gonna because obviously obviously like Rover's not a real thing in real life. But mm-hmm. she has her finger on the pulse more than anything else. And I think I think Cameron definitely realizes that. Like Cameron realizes as well that like com- that Comet's not the future, despite the fact that she's friends with Gordon and Joe and not friends with Donna.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's But um, I had a question about that because, you know, we've been talking yeah. about a lot um, about how, um, you know, Rover doesn't exist, which means it's going to yeah. fail. It's, it's going <laughs> to cease to exist. But um, yeah. are we sure of that? Because we've seen, like, real company names before. You know, we've had IBM, we've had yeah. uh, Doom this season and all that. But and Like we had uh, Apple. You know, real brand names, but, um, you know... Obviously, they couldn't make Donna the the creator of Yahoo or Google or anything like that. So is it possible that it's just kind of, uh, not a metaphor, but a a comparison, you know, something similar,
0: but it's just fiction because it is fiction. I mean, the thing with a lot of technological advances is that you generally find in the history for these things that there were a bunch of people... Thinking of a similar thing around a similar time. Yeah. Making a yeah. similar breakthrough. And it's really just a matter of who got, maybe got to the top through, like, having the best connections. Or just having that development a little bit earlier or something first. Yeah, of course. Like, like, yeah, I've seen people love this sort of unnecessary criticism at the show, which is, like, how can the same people be behind, like, early, like how can you make the same people be behind like early laptops web browsers search engines <laughs> and it's like it's like yes it requires some suspension of disbelief but also they they're not the people that ultimately those ideas would be credited to like as i just said yeah a lot of people generally have the same ideas around the same time that they're like thinking yeah. towards a similar thing
1: mm-hmm. or it's and just it's that like... you know they have this business uh kind of sense that makes them that orients them with mm. you know the the trends of the time. So it's not yeah, that exactly. they, they they just see that the internet is the next big thing, so that's what they do.
0: Yeah, well I mean I wasn't al- I wasn't alive, you know, in when <laughs> when, you know, in ni- in the last episode of the previous season where it's nineteen ninety and the you know, the internet's currently only used as a research yeah. thing. And they're like, oh, this could be a th- this could be a thing. Like, obviously, I wasn't alive then, but I guess anyone that had any kind of forward thinking entrepreneurial, you know, knack in tech could have seen that it was going to be or had the potential to be something that the public would really grab onto.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's not either like. Um... You know, at first they were making uh, personal computers and it's not mm. like they're still doing that and they're doing the internet
0: on top of that. You know, they're not, they're, yeah, they're not they exactly doing everything. Well, like, they, yeah, they they started in personal computers. And then Joe, and then, you know, Cameron and Donna moved into creating, like, an early online community type thing. Mm-hmm. And while Joe was creating, like, early virus software. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, antivirus. Antivirus, antivirus. Oh, not virus. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I guess my point was just, you know, what if this is just an alter- like an an alternative universe, and you know, we're where is Google?
0: Yeah, no, be... I know what you mean. Except, except they have said it's not an alternate universe. Okay, well then, all right. Like <laughs> they've said. I I have to find the interview again. I think it was on, like, the Vulture TV podcast or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. An interview
0: with the Chris's. And they said one of the reasons the show is so resonant is that because these people ultimately fail because they're not the people who right, are going right. Google and they're not the people behind Microsoft or whatever. Okay. So we already know that. Mm. We already
1: know they're going to fail. Okay. <laughs> no, I know we said it before.
0: It's just <laughs> I was, you know, trying to think of different options. Well, it's, I think something worth pointing out, because you know how I said Donna's definitely got her finger more on the pulse at the moment and Cameron's as well, even though Cameron's more involved in comment, but she doesn't necessarily believe in it. Um, Something worth noting, though, is that this is one of many things that Donna does. Like, this is just one, because Donna works for a, like a firm that invests in various tech projects. Yeah. This isn't her only thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. She's a very busy woman. Okay, so to jump from, like, that type of... I was going to say, one more thing I was going to mention before we move on from that. At the beginning of the episode, whether it's the three of them in the Comet office, it was so weird to have the three of them in an office again. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, talking and everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's a... Kind of a throwback, but then again, Donna's
0: missing, so it's yeah. Well, it was yeah, as we said, we've had every like, single
1: combination of them
0: like working we have, together. But no, now yeah. we're back to like season one, except Cameron's mellowed substantially. I guess Joe <laughs> has too. As we were saying the other day, this is like my favorite Joe look since season one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and actually, <laughs> Jordan looks good too. Like Jordan without the glasses, I'm, I'm on Oh yeah, she used to wear glasses. <laughs> Like, really heavy Clark Kent glasses. Yes, I remember that. It just makes you think of, um, I think it's in, se- yeah, it's in season two, the episode, and Don is wearing like a pink and white striped t-shirt and a scarf mm. around the head, and he's wearing like these these really thick glasses, and they look so young. they <laughs> was trying to make him look, look young because of all the time jumps. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was gonna say Gordon without like the facial hair. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He had like a beard and, and
1: glasses back mm. in the eighties. Um, and since we're since we mentioned, you know, the the season one feel, um,
0: you want it, you in, want Cameron to like dip her head in a in a vat of peroxide again, don't you?
1: <laughs> well. It was just, I, you know, we've talked about it before, but the way Cameron, you know, lives in a <laughs> shitty place again, and uh, you know, she cut her hair, and I know she's kind of like looking for something, to do, something to do. It was, it was, it really reminded me of season one.
0: Well, that's something that I, I wanted just to get, for
1: her to bleach her hair. Yes,
0: that's what something I wanted to get into now, which is like Cameron's weird sort of midlife crisis. Uh huh. Yeah. Where she's. <laughs> Wait. And she's thirty now, what? She's like 30, 31 Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, it's wait, it's ninety-four because we because they're talking about Tonya Harding, right? So she's thirty-one. <laughs> um. Anyways, so well, actually, time jumps in this episode so many, and they yeah. weren't like big; they were just little incremental ones, and I didn't really quite get the meaning of. Of like signifying them, but I'm guessing maybe it's something that will become more evident in the future because it was like one month later, two months later.
1: Yeah, and only once, I think, like at the end, do they mm. actually say like one month later. Um, mm. I, that makes you, because you know, I tend to just like uh, notice their physical appearance and that's how I can mm. tell. Um, I think that was the, here the just... whole time. <laughs> Sorry. I think Joe had the same hair the whole time, <laughs> right? So there's that. Uh, I didn't notice when did Cameron cut her hair. She ha- she still had long hair in the last time. Oh, yeah. So it's somewhere in the middle there. And <sighs> I'm not.
0: do outfits not sure. just get just get louder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They seriously do. Like at the end where she's wearing that like pink floral suit. Mm-hmm. And i like, whoa, <laughs> she's really like trying to, you know, project outwards. <laughs> but yes, Cameron's sort of midlife, yep. really, really preemptive midlife crisis mm-hmm. where she's living in, okay, so in season one, to me, she looks like a, a soft butch lesbian stereotype, which yep. <laughs> she's sort of back, back to her again now because she's living in a caravan Without the internet, which is actually interesting in itself that Cameron used to, you know, once live in a basement and, like, be attached to the computer and fall asleep on the computer and now she is living somewhere where she cannot use a computer. Yeah. At all. So that's interesting in itself. But, yes, to get back to the whole, she was like a lesbian. Um, yeah, and- I have a whole list, so I'm just, like, waiting for you to go and I'll tell mine. No, <laughs> <laughs> so She's also got, like, a motorbike and... Yep. Also, the big one to be, which actually, personally, I have been looking forward to the whole time. Okay, so the whole show, I've been like, I've been waiting for there to be this sort of period Cameron because I really want her to listen to Slater Kinney on the show. Mm-hmm. And we're getting close to that because she was listening to Bikini Kill in this episode. I'm right. <laughs> like, yes! We're getting but, closer. <laughs> well, it's 94 and Slater Kinney had their first album in 95. So I really hope now that. We finish in like 97 so she can listen now to Me to Out them. on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to listen to Deep Me Out. I'd be like, I'd be dying. Like, it'd be, it'd be too, it'd be too obvious for the show. <laughs> please just, or maybe it wouldn't be, cause I don't know, cause like, I don't know. It's not that popular, but give mm-hmm. it to me, please.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure.
0: But yes, what did you want to say?
1: Um, well, I mean, there's like the, the, the clothes. And the hair, which I've already mentioned, you know, overalls—not only overalls, but also a crop top—and I know it's '90s, but you know, it's not—it's not like just one hint. It's like the accumulation of hints, right? And they're stereotypes, but still, you know, she's like living as I said, in the middle of nowhere, and it's, you know, she has to be very physical, she made a fire by herself, like,
0: she's <laughs> drinking beer, you know. And you're just... like, cumul- cumulatively, this is just very, like, soft butch of her. And
1: even, even after she um, loses the motorcycle, she's driving mm. a truck, mm. I, I, I don't know, I'm just saying. She got a
0: space bike. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Boss's joke about that being <laughs> like, Hey, it's space and she's like, Oh, shut up
1: <laughs> So yeah, I mean it's just like little things that
0: I pick up on and you know Yeah. Well, okay, because they keep on that note, they keep like checking out weird things in her relationship with Joe. Like, mm-hmm. you have the bit where they're all, you know, loved up when they're looking at the caravan and stuff like that, which was really out of character for me. Like she's never been that, she's never been that lovey-dovey. Oh right, with Joe, um,
1: yeah. I well, uh, you know, Cameron has softened up with time, but mm. uh, but it was still I, I weird. Don't I don't know. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not really clear like what the relationship is. I feel. But then
0: we have those bits that were really. Intra- like, the stuff with Joe seems really precarious.
1: Mm-hmm. I,
0: just, I just don't know when it's going to crack. Well, obviously it'll crack when he finds <laughs> out that <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah, <laughs> it's coming. But, like, yeah, it just... Their, rela- their relationship on a personal level seems really precarious. Mm-hmm. It does. And there's all these... They keep paralleling Cameron and Donna in moments when they're, like, feeling very... Lonely and detached because if you look at both of them, they are they both feel very lonely and detached. Yeah, because you have Cameron driving through the middle of nowhere by herself and finding this block of land that says, If you lived here, you'd be home now. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's a not so subtle nod to you know, feeling complete and belonging and stuff. And then yeah, you've got Donna who you know lives doesn't really have anyone personally.
1: Mm -hmm. Wasn't there a promo um, sort of a picture with, I I don't remember, but there was something about finding home, or what what was it?
0: Oh, um, Cameron's promo picture Yeah, for the season says Halt and discover love. Oh, love, okay, right. And, and, um, and Donna's says something like, Find what makes you happy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um,
1: for Cameron, I feel like I I'm like the way I, I kind of see, you know, why she decides to move in a trailer and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's you know, ever since she came back from Japan, you know, it's like she reached the top and she, you know, went to conventions and she had fans and all that, and then it sort of flopped. Um, hmm. Or you know her career is just kind of a on a hold or over. We don't know. So it's like yeah, she's you know she's obviously like looking for something to do first, but looking for I guess looking for you know her own identity in a way because she you know her whole life revolved around
0: coding and projects, and all of a sudden she has nothing to do. Well, that's the thing, Cameron's Cameron's games and work are very much a part of herself. Mm-hmm. So. She's trying to find something that obviously has she has that similar connection with. Exactly. It's funny she though. thinks
1: that, you know, nature is going to work. <laughs> That's, you know, just, go, getting
0: closer to nature and finding herself there, I don't know. I find it just... I just find it very curious that, you know, okay, so now Cameron and Donna are thrown back into it together, but how are they going to address that? Because Cameron wouldn't help what she knows is Donna's company. I don't know. I, 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 unless she...
1: Well... going to well, say?
0: Yeah. Like, she obviously feels something that's not
1: out of hate. Yeah, no, because... Even if her main um, goal was to help Buzz, which, you mm. know, has to be part of the equation, she yeah, would like, have is part done of it. Yeah, she could have just, you know giving him money. But she or decides just, to do something that also no, helps Donna.
0: Or just go no screw that. It's her it's her thing. I'm not doing this.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah of course I, yeah. Being like I'm not of course I'm not helping Donna.
0: Well i so, on a similar yeah. On a similar note, I love I know a lot of people don't like new Donna, but I love new Donna. Yeah, of course. But I feel like she's really unhappy. Yeah, um and I wasn't sure,
1: you know, what was going to be the aftermath of her discovering that it's her daughter who's our main competitor. That was such a uh, sweet
0: bit, though.
1: Yeah, but was... and but the whole time I was kind of afraid that she was gonna like snap. I I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just like me seeing her, but it felt like the whole time with um um Haley, she was. I couldn't tell if she was genuinely like happy. You know, they were like on, watching yeah, TV. and no, I that. know what it you was mean. Very simple, but I couldn't tell if she was really happy or if she was like faking it and trying to say no, it's not a big deal. But she was secretly pissed. You know, I couldn't tell.
0: Yeah. Well, like I felt like there was some level of it being genuine in there because. Yeah. You know, we know what Donna is. Donna was like in the past, and. I don't think Donna could ever feel like that about one of her kids, you know. Probably not. Well, I'm, I... I wasn't this, sure. This makes you think... It's alright. This makes you think of something I wrote about after last episode, which is that the dinner party bit the speech you gave was different from Donna for the rest of the season. It was almost what Donna used to be.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Like, just... As <laughs> Karen has softened up has, Nothing like, gets tougher. a rise out of her. Like someone mentioning Cameron, right? <laughs> like, oh, and there was a there was
1: a there was a moment this week too.
0: Yeah. Um, like when when Haley's know. like, "Oh, Cameron liked it," and she, it's yes. like when someone's sa- it's a, it's like when someone mentions Cameron to her, she's like, "Cameron, wait, what did Cameron say?" Yeah. <laughs> like she doesn't really yeah. care what any, what anyone else thinks, except when someone mentions Cameron, she sort of you know, it's like, "Wait, what? what mm-hmm. Tell me."
1: Yeah, Cam said. Cam said she liked it, mm. and then Donal. And a she's sudden, like, "Wait, light, lights up." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Please tell me more." Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, even if they hate each other, they're like at least interested in each other and what they do, and what well, they think like, of each other.
0: It's like whenever someone mentions that she cares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> why why does she, like, have the most... Why does she have the most emotional reaction to anything involving Cameron? Uh,
1: well, you know.
0: <laughs> it could be different reasons. <laughs> okay, so I felt like... Okay, so this week, obviously, the episode title was Tonya and Nancy. Now, mm-hmm. do you know who... And actually, fun fact, the... Okay, I'll get that into that in a sec. So do you know who Tonya Harding is and do you know what happened? Um, it reads about what but I'm not sure, so you should tell me. <laughs> okay, so Tonya Harding was an Olympic figure skater in the mid-90s who, right. who, who, leading up to the Winter Olympics, um, her ex-husband, who was extremely abusive, um, plotted to break her her lead opponent, who was named Nancy, who is named Nancy Kerrigan, um, mm. break her knee and take her out of the Winter Olympics. As a result, okay, wow. And okay. Nancy was very much painted as like the perfect wholesome girl, while Tonya had come from absolutely nothing. And everyone said, you know, she was trailer trash and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And a fun fact there is actually a movie about it that premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival last night with Margot Robbie as Tonya Harding and right. Alison Janney as her mother that's getting a lot of Oscar buzz. But that's that's another thing. So, no, like, as I was saying, hats off to Holt for, like, preempting the Tonya Harding resurgence and titling First this episode well. yeah. <laughs> No, no. After that, I was, like, I was jokingly saying to my sister, like, you know, who is in this, in this equation in Holt, like, who's Tonya, who's Nancy, and who's the knee? <laughs> <laughs> who's the knee? I'm like, I'm like... <laughs> it's like, no, so like for me, I was like, Cameron and Donna are Tonya, Joe and Gordon and Nancy, and Comet is the knee. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Sure. Like the piece of code, you know, like taking it out.
1: Uh huh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, well, I didn't know the story, so good to know.
0: Well, like, it's, yeah, it's, that's what she's mainly known for. Like, yeah, yeah. there's a lot more to it and her that, I don't know, or like, I'm waiting for the movie to find out, but yeah, that's why everyone knows her.
1: Right. Yeah, and so that's what um, they were watching on TV at some point. Yes, yeah,
0: so that's what they kept talking about. You know okay. how Haley was really into skating and kept talking about skating and Tanya and Nancy, and yeah, that was what. Um, yeah, that was what she was watching, and that was right. what Joe and Gordon and I can't remember her name, um, the librarian, the library Yeah, scientist, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Who I love by the way, played by Anna Hathaway. <laughs> uh
1: huh. Yeah, no, nice one.
0: I and they, There were
1: some like weird looks between her and Gordon. I didn't like that.
0: Yeah, okay. I was like, can we please not do this? Can we not go there? <laughs> Why can't can't she just be cool and badass by herself? Right? Without dating her boss. Because it was nice to see like Haley obviously feel really at ease. hmm With her.
1: Yeah. But speaking of Haley, there was a very funny moment in the very, be- very beginning where she finds yes. porn. And <laughs> porn she goes, alert. porn alert, <laughs> company protocol, I'm going to step away. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: just keep going back to that. To the- oh, like This episode in general, because everything is screaming at them that they, ha- they should work together. Like, they need mm-hmm. to just sort of put it all aside and just come together because they all have good insights, but as I said, yeah because, like, they're being courted by the same people and everything, like, they both got AOL offers and, actually, to be honest, I was just sitting there going, take the AOL offer, take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, particularly to Gordon and Joe, I'm like, take the offer and run, like, just you're about take to... It. Yeah. <laughs> you're about, about to, to crash anyway. <laughs> you're about to go under. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So, I was going to say, I was going to start Wrapping up, but I have so much. I have so many more notes. It's I mean, mainly we can keep going in... a little bit longer. We don't,
1: okay, if you want to, okay,
0: because I we'll have like a lot of stuff too. It's we just keep paralleling Empty Cameron and Donna, and I don't know what to make of it because I don't know. You have like you have you know scenes where Donna's feeling quite distant from her kids, except for like there was a nice that nice bit where you know Haley brings home the surfboard and they all sit down together. Mm -hmm. But then you, like, you contrast it with Cameron drinking alone while looking sad, and walking in on Joe pass out on the bed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she's, like, offended by it. And she was, like, really sad at the idea Joe was leaving.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Which, you know, again, as you've mentioned, is a little weird for her. Being, Mm -hmm. like, so, I don't know, attached and... You know, she got rid of her fiance pretty easily. (laughs) So I don't, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But they do have very intense relationships, so it's hard. It's always been hard for them to be separate. Yeah, true. Actually, and there's this, um, you know, talking about funny lines. There's this uh, line where um, Haley says, like she she's talking about. Uh, the job at, at Comet and all that, and she mentions the fact that she threw a pie at Gordon's face, and Donna goes,
0: "I love um, you too.
1: She she goes, uh, "Well, um, it's Joni who says I wish I got to throw, throw a pie at Dad's, at dad's face," and, D- and Donna just says, "Yeah, you and me both," <laughs> which is again a very like <laughs> divorced parent ish thing. To say. Dark. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, "Yeah, I am sure she loves to throw a pie at Gordon."
1: Mm-hmm. I know a few people would have liked to throw a pie at Gordon's face at various moments in the series.
0: I was going to say, I think if we, The person who would have got the most pies thrown at them, would it be Joe or Gordon? Oh my god! Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm inclined to say like G-
1: Joe no. against anybody else it would be Joe. But Gordon has had, like, so many moments that made me
0: face-bombed that I I don't know. That's the thing. I feel like Gordon Gordon has so many more, like, little moments where you just be (sighs) throwing the pies.
1: But if it it were only about this season, I would say Joe, simply for being with Cameron.
0: (laughs) Although, like, Joe has mellowed and softened and whatnot as well. Definitely. Because I keep thinking about that bit in the last episode where yeah. he's sitting there grinning while after, after when Haley's like, "I want to work on it."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. He's ge- he's getting like a little bit of a paternal feeling. Uh, yeah, probably Joe. Still, for all the shit,
0: like for just for all the shit, he's. Don't <laughs> you so cause so much shit? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's. I felt like it was a not so sud- subtle amount of like symbolism on the part of the show that when. I don't know if it's intentional or not. Like Cameron finds out about Boz's money troubles by going to his toolbox and finding a compass. I was like, (laughs) Cameron is lost, finds a compass. Seems legit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and Boz (laughs) saw the boat, but he still has a compass.
0: Boz knows how to find his way. Cameron does not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Cameron's like flinging poo in the in the woods.
1: Yeah. She's stuck in the mud.
0: <laughs> Poor Cameron. Like when she was in her in her boots and her t shirt in the rain, I was like, oh. aww.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then it's it like right after it switches to Donna with wine again, so you're like, What what are you trying to tell me?
0: <laughs> I like what you said a couple of episodes ago that we've just seen a lot of drinking Donna.
1: Well, I mean if you wanna get Are you to keeping that- like a list? Uh, well, I decided <laughs> to keep a, a count. Sorry? I call it the weekly Donna wine glass count. Okay, how many? Including refills. Okay. So this episode would be five glasses. And the only what? time that Donna doesn't have a glass of wine in her hand is when she's in her office, which is two scenes out of everything. What the, the rest hell? of the time, every other scene she has a glass of wine or champagne I, in her hand.
0: I cannot remember a season past where we've seen Donna drink that much.
1: No, and I've seen people notice it online too, so I'm starting to think that there's something there.
0: But Okay, so it's not just our, like, and particular, your, like, crazy over-observance. I don't think so. It's yeah, that's really know, good. I, you so, know, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm used to seeing people drink, mm. like, casually and all that, and mm-hmm. I noticed it, like, two weeks ago that it was a lot for her. So, well,
0: if I noticed I it, know. there has to be something. In an episode past, we talked about how we'd only really seen Donna drink, like, twice before
1: yeah or i mean not not a significant amount something to mm. you know
0: notice well it was like the two bits that stuck out at me was when was when she had has beer with cameron when they're finding that guy and when she comes back from lunch with diane and she's had a couple of gin and tonics. that's it it's yeah, yeah. the only bits that stand out to me yeah so no i feel like particularly... you're really on something
1: yeah yeah, yeah, I'm stoked for that. <laughs> I can't wait to see like how many glasses it's gonna be
0: next week. <laughs> what if it increases every week? <laughs> so what? In three weeks, it's gonna be like fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so re- only two scenes where she didn't have a wine glass.
1: Yes, that's the two oh, scenes in her shit. office, and the, both times there's a you know it's a, it, she's at work and there's a two people arguing in front of her, and mm. she doesn't have a glass of wine
0: because that would be unacceptable. I have to say though, if, if it was Mad Men and she was a dude, that she'd be holding like a glass of scotch.
1: Or beer, I don't know.
0: Probably no, because cream. in Mad Men literally, every, I oh, don't know, right, yeah. <laughs> like if you tallied up the amount of like, scotch drunken madman they would all just be dead while on the show it's like it's like how i don't know if you saw on the internet well we're getting off topic but anyway on the internet a while ago, someone tallied up the amount of alcohol that james bond drinks per movie oh, and it's God. like it's like they said if he drunk that much in real life consistently he would he wouldn't look like he did and he'd be like dead from with a cancer <laughs> he would be saying his name like
1: all oh, wrong James James Bond. <laughs> uh, la, la, la. <laughs>
0: it's like I just feel yeah, as I said before, I feel like everything's screaming at them that they all need each other and they all need to work together. Or always Cameron Don't need mm-hmm. to work together because I think of what Boz said, which was we ain't got the leadership. We don't got the algorithm. We don't got the talent. In a word, we don't got you. I was like, yeah, <laughs> we don't. <No>. <laughs> and I feel like Cameron realizes that with that twist at the end. Mm-hmm. Or do you
1: think that Boss would have asked her at some point? Be mm. like, we need you. Mm. If he, well, you know, if he knows, they did.
0: She, he did. Well, yeah. Mm. And she yeah. was like, "Oh!" And then she was like, "What do you need?" Right, right, right. It's like, here we go.
1: <laughs> In my notes, I have a uh, somewhere. You know, I have like all kinds of different things that I wrote up, and then it says third glass of wine for Donna, and right under it, never mind fourth glass. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, how would them working together? work. Like what could
0: happen that makes them meet Cameron and Donna? I yeah. don't know, that was part of my wrap up. I was like <laughs> What do you think okay, it's time to pull out the fan theories. What's the All first right. Cameron and Donna scene, prophecy scene going to be? Oh
1: god. Dream could it, it up, week? come on.
0: Would it be next what week. What do you want it to... Yeah, I right, say um, next week and what do you want it to be?
1: I'm trying to think of where like in okay Kevin. well it would be okay well here's what I'm picturing I have no idea if it's okay. like plausible I'm picturing um Donna probably calling Cameron in some way and Palos. then oh, sorry Cameron um uh, in her office later and um just and and, and well I, I I I just don't know how Donna uh, reacts to that so i can tell if they're gonna fight or if uh, i don't know i well okay here's what i want i want them to fight yes okay okay oh, you want them to fight <laughs> i want them to fight in her office
0: <laughs> i want it to be okay i want the fight in the office to be the bottle episode we keep talking about Sacha yes.
1: yes exactly that's
0: literally the entire episode yeah Is it
1: like super long discussion because
0: i feel like we need a super long discussion well i don't know if we exactly need it but i want a super
1: yeah (laughs) we deserve
0: a super long discussion because it's now four episodes and we keep having these like little illusions and like tiny bits i'm like come on give me it give it to me come on (laughs) (sighs) what else was i gonna say We just, yeah, another thing to start. Well, actually, no, I'm going to say where I want it to be first. Mm -hmm. Right. I want it to be in Cameron's caravan. She turns up. Oh. What an episode in in the the caravan. No, wait. It's like she turns up. It's raining. Car gets stuck in the mud. And they're like stuck in the car. It's like they're in the caravan. yeah, so they're in the caravan, and maybe she's like driving her to the office or something. I don't know. We can watch But Then, like, the car gets stuck in the mud, or it breaks down, or something, and they're stuck in the car for the entire episode. You know why I'm laughing? Why? Because you know who
1: else got together because of a broken car? What? Carol
0: and Abby. <laughs> <laughs> You know that's how it started. The Chris's were reading, were reading the Price of Salt, and got and got onto this. Well, I don't know if that's
1: what happens in the Price of Salt, but that's what happens in Carol anyway. So
0: they they were watching Carol, and they got some ideas.
1: (laughs) You were just talking, and I kept thinking, thinking, "Oh my god, this is like."
0: (laughs) I literally did not consider that at all, and I'm laughing so hard.
1: That's well amazing. it's one
0: it's one option it's one option but yes, but it just them like stuck somewhere
1: in a like an enclosed space mm. whether it's an office mm. or the trailer or car they need
0: to be cl- <laughs> up and close and personal <laughs> i like it that's my right. i like your but i like your too
1: well i just feel like you know the like her office is like the place where she's like super
0: powerful and and yeah you know the thing, oh, yeah. if you have it in the thing is, if you have it in her office instead of a car, they can be a whole lot more like physical. They can move around a whole lot more. While yeah, yeah, in a that's car. why I'm bitching
1: and talking and moving around the desk and all that. Yeah,
0: sit at but, the desk, sit on yeah, the yeah, desk, some sort
1: of power moves, and yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> that used to happen.
0: Damn, but like something I kept thinking about this the end of this episode was that we keep ending in the middle of sentences like it keeps cutting off Mm. yeah 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 in episode one sorry episode two it ends with the doorbell ringing and Cameron not answering it's like he's like you know what you want you know you know what I'm talking about it's like it cuts off in the middle of it and this one it really did cut off in the middle of a sentence Hmm. he's literally in the middle of a word Talking about what they're gonna do next, and it's like over.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not the most satisfying ending for sure. Mm. Um, I'm
0: just like wondering I what. I was wondering why that type of you know jumping off the cliff continuously. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it would still be a cliffhanger if mm. they got to finish the sentences. Mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, why it's, it's interesting. Speak? Take
0: on cliffhangers for sure. <laughs> Let him finish. <laughs> <laughs> Let him finish. It's like I run into the room, I'm like, Let the man finish <laughs> Yeah, she's just person <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Then each episode would be like three hours long. <laughs> That'd be a groundbreaking yeah. T V event, every episode three hours long. Wow. Every episode is a very long movie. Yes. <laughs> That'd be great, well, I was gonna wrap up, and I've already mm-hmm. chucked in one of my things what I wanted to say, which was <laughs> which was when when and how do you want Cameron and Donna to officially see each other and mm-hmm. talk again, <laughs> which you've already talked about uh-huh um so I guess what i I'm just going to go to the normal things now, which is who is your m v p and what was yes. your favorite moment?
1: Um well MVP is somebody we didn't really talk about, which is, who is Tanya. I picked her yes. as MVP. I um, agree. For I wrote for making the right move with boss, even mm. if Adonna doesn't recognize that. And just doing her best and you know I'm cheering I'm cheering for her.
0: <laughs> I love it. Yeah. He's sort of like caught in the middle of the mess.
1: Uh yeah, yeah. But, you know, even though she is caught in the middle, she's still, like,
0: moving her pieces. Right. So, yeah. My MVP this week is Donna's outfits, which I mentioned before, because they're just so they're just <laughs> Can so we talk about point. the
1: sweatshirt? Sorry? Can we talk about the sweatshirt? Very casual sweatshirt, watching TV.
0: But even <laughs> that, nice. the casual sweatshirt was pulled off with a unique, like, Oh, for sure, for sure. A unique sass. Yeah. (laughs) And stylishness.
1: Yeah. I mean, the the glass of wine, again, does help with that look. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: the the coat and, like, dress ensemble that she was wearing at the beginning of the episode, I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, I can't get over that pink floral one at the end.
1: Like, Mm. what
0: is this? That was iconic. Someone had fun digging up all those power outfits, seriously.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, like go wild.
0: She's actually well. It's not the it's not the eighties. It's the nineties. So she's not as much like power shoulders and stuff. She's like really bold patterns.
1: Mm. Yeah, as I said before, I, I she, it's like she's trying to, you know, which is something that we all do with her close to a certain extent. But she's really trying to like project something.
0: Yes, and project, like take like, up some space. Yeah, exactly.
1: And be like the first thing you notice in the room.
0: So what was your favorite moment from the episode?
1: I'm um trying to think. I mean some not important moment that made me laugh was what I mentioned earlier, the porn alert. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I agree. It, it just keeps happening, you know. <laughs> and it's like the thing is, is the especially is. if they try to if they try to um curate their own mm. thing, you know, without indexing everything automatically, they're they're just gonna keep
0: running into it more and more. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, it's what uh, some people say. It's a really simplistic way of looking at technological advancements, but pretty much, um, pretty much things to do with sex, slash porn are what propel what propels te- technological what what iteration of a technology lives and dies. Yeah, like that's the reason that VHS won over beta, beta tapes because mm-hmm. the adult film industry decided to put their stuff on VHS and not beta. Yeah. And that's why the internet lived because porn. <laughs> <laughs> <they like> it <laughs> and, and that's why the, it's like like the printing press succeeded.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's just like what, it's. I, I mean, I don't know if it's what makes the most money on the internet, but it certainly is one of the it most to, lucrative it things. It has to be. Like, did you see? Uh, well, I don't know now. You know, with all the ads and all the stuff, but it's 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 up
0: there certainly. Did you see that porn site though? A couple of weeks ago, that, that offered to produce Sense Eight.
1: Oh well, there's that. Yeah, so <laughs> like they obviously have the cash. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so maybe it is the most lucrative. I don't know. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's well, obviously, it's not a side of the internet i really know so <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't really tell you but <laughs> it yeah. has to be
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: my personal <laughs> favorite moment is one that was extremely me and hilarious which was <laughs> just when joe was playing pool with gordon and he's like I can't stop thinking about click beetles. And Gordon's like, what's click beetles? He's like, you get this beetle that burrows into your ear and you keep hearing this talking noise and then you die and there's a yeah. beetle on the pillow next to you. And Gordon's like, that's from Star Trek. That's not real. And he's like, I haven't seen Star Trek. He's like, yes, you have. <laughs> And can we just talk about that scene for like one
1: quick second because yes, yes. at first um, it I, I thought it was like shot really weirdly because mm. we see the pool table and Gordon and then we see both of them like talking and it's a different mm. angle but when it's the pool table we could only see Gordon for like most of the scene so I was like is he talking to himself is this like his <laughs> disease coming back what's oh. happening <laughs> like shadowing yeah <laughs> all right I just thought it was weird. It was it was just like really, position yeah. But it, also, yeah, it was so like what this is, random bit of conversation.
0: <laughs> them working together, such being friends, is like is really wild. Like him saying, "What are you really excited about?" Mm. And then this, you and me. I'm like, when did we get to like this super, <laughs> super close?
1: Yeah, and 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 I'm glad to see them on like an equal. Mm. On the same level, because at first, you know, Joe was basically his boss, mm. and yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they got to the point where they can have or like a, a genuine friendship. Like mm. good for them.
0: <laughs> well, <shall laughs> on, on this note, there? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I think that's it. Okay, we'll see, see you next time. Bye bye.